Welcome to our once a week podcast entitled What's in a Hymn? It reflects on some of the hymns that God's people have sung for generations. Today we reflect on the hymn Amazing Grace. The author John Newton, who lived partly in the 18th century and very early in the 19th century, joined the Navy at the age of 11. And his early life was one of immorality and debauchery. Later, he served on slave trading ships, eventually becoming the captain of one. He was a man feared by his associates, and his language was so foul that on occasions, apparently, he ran out of swear words and had to invent his own. Wonderfully, he was converted and at the age of 39 became a minister of the gospel. This well-known hymn is very much the testimony of John Newton's conversion and his ongoing Christian life. The hymn begins, Amazing Grace. And when John Newton considered his background, he was indeed amazed at God's dealings with him. Grace is defined as God's free, unmerited, undeserved favour to sinners. It is God showing goodness to sinful people when they only deserve his judgment and condemnation. The Bible reminds us that it is God's grace that is the cause of salvation, for no one deserves or merits salvation. As Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. John Newton had a profound sense of wonder at how God had dealt with him in grace. His immorality and debauchery meant that he only deserved God's wrath. And to him it was simply staggering that a holy God should deal with him so graciously. It is no wonder the hymn begins. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. This hymn then goes on to unpack the wonder of God's saving grace. It was God in his grace that came looking for John Newton. I once was lost, but now am found. It was God in his grace that made him conscious of his sinful state. Was blind, but now I see. "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear. "'It was God in his grace that assured him "'that his sins were forgiven. "'And grace my fears relieved. "'And it was God in his grace that led him to the Saviour. "'How precious did that grace appear "'the hour I first believed. "'But this is just not John Newton's hymn of wonder.' For although we may not have considered our sins to be in his league, we too were separated from God by our sins, deserving only his judgment and condemnation. Yet God in his grace has also granted us salvation. For us too, grace is amazing. John Newton also knew that he could not keep himself on the Christian path, and in a letter to a friend he wrote, Inability from first to last. And the hymn is clear for John Newton, 
and for each one of us. It is God's grace that keeps us in the Christian life. In all the hardships, difficulties and trials of life, God is there in his grace, meeting our needs. Through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. His grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. God's grace keeps us all the way through this world and brings us home to heaven. One thing John Newton was very aware of was God's purposes for our lives. He is always working for our spiritual good, even through the dangers, toils and snares. The Lord has promised good to me. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. Because of the great salvation provided by God's grace, John Newton knew he could face death with assurance. Yes, when this flesh and heart shall fail and mortal life shall cease, I shall possess within the veil a life of joy and peace. And John Newton knew that even after being heaven a thousand years, he and we will still be praising God for his amazing grace. When I have been there a thousand years, I've no less days to sing God's praise than when I first began. And as one Puritan has said, there is no reason to be given grace, but grace itself.